welcome to High School High Musical, School Musical, the, musical, the, musical, the, series, the series, the podcast. The podcast. Woo. Um, hello, I am Palmer. And I'm Petrana. And we are back to finally discuss the premiere, the pilot episode of High School Musical, the musical, the series. Uh, the episode is called The Auditions, um, as any auspicious theater drama would begin with. Yes. Um, and we had a very good time watching it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is available now on Disney Plus if you would like to check it out. Um, if you do not have Disney Plus, then at least you have this podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah, if anyone's listening to this but not keeping up with High School Musical, the musical, the series, uh, I hope you're having a good time. Yeah. You should watch it. It's, it's, if you liked Glee and, or if you still like Disney Channel shows, you're gonna, you're gonna freaking love it. Yeah, it's very endearing. Um, so, um, let's, let's start with, like, a little recap of, like, um, what the audition, is it the auditions or the audition? auditions okay plural i guess that makes sense all right so yeah. we we start our first episode introducing our two new leads we have our male lead ricky who is convinced that he is going to pick things right back up with his ex-girlfriend nini um he thinks that they've left off on like mutual terms and that he's like ready to swoop back in and like sweep her off her feet mm-hmm. but because yeah, they're on they're on a break yes in theory yeah but um but Nini. Nini, Nini, on the other hand, um, basically the impetus for this whole series is that Nini told Ricky that essentially she was in love with him via this very cute ukulele song she posted on Instagram that we'll talk about later. Um, and he could not reciprocate and instead was like, hey, how about we go on a break for the summer? Um, and then Nini goes off to theater camp and in a very kind of Troy and Gabriella way, meets this guy named EJ, who is a theater jock and also happens to, to go, go to East this. High. Yeah, he's, um, so he, not only is he a theater kid, he's also on the water polo team. Oh, is he the captain yeah. of the water polo team? I don't know. He's, like, a jock and he's a theater kid, so he's, like, made, like, he, he surpasses the usual, like, high school, um, chart yeah he's he's transcended yeah he um he is the love child of troy he's not actually the love child of troy (laughs) he carries troy's spirit on with him which is why everyone is convinced that he's going to be uh troy in the musical production of high school musical which um is the other thing is that this new drama teacher has come in and she there's like a whole assembly to introduce her and she is Mm -hmm. just like super passionate about putting on high school musical in this school because she was mm-hmm. like, what was her whole backstory? She was like a background dancer in We're All in This Together or something? Yeah, she was a background dancer. And we kind of gather that like now her life is not, not so great. Yeah. Because um, she's like talking to her mom about something, right? About like making payments on her Civic yeah. or something like that. Um, but she, we, we first spot her when she's like pulling up to the school and watching High School Musical. Yeah, she's like fixated <laughs> on, on High School Musical and there's she's a little little unhinged um but yeah. yeah so the the show progresses because we're holding auditions for high school musical obviously um ej and nini are going to try out for the leads but we also get this new girl gina who's a transfer student much like gabriella but gina mm-hmm. definitely has more of a sharpay personality she's like very much like i always get the lead roles blah blah blah. she's very confident um and she yeah, wants- she has that one line that she's like 
I didn't transfer to be an understudy yeah. <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. Um, so she she wants that lead role too, but um, mm-hmm. and then um, we also get introduced to Carlos. That's his name, right? Carlos the yeah, Carlos. He's the, the choreographer. The choreographer. Um, and Ashlyn, I, who is she like immediately says she wants to play Miss Darvis. Yeah, or I think I think like the the way they host the auditions is kind of interesting to me yeah. because basically they all line up in this like like Hunger Games sort of thing where Miss Jen the drama teacher goes down and like assigns them parts mm-hmm. you know so she looks at um she looks at Ashlyn is like hmm perhaps a Darbus like do you compose I'm thinking she needs a second act power ballad or something yeah and then Ashlyn like um, jumps on it so yeah you know what power to Ashlyn uh, and also, Power um, to Ashlyn. Yeah, and she was, so what happens at the auditions is she gives Nini um, Kelsey, because Nini is very introverted and, like, kind of shy. Yeah. But Nini decides to stick up for herself because, she's, as she said, this is the year of Nini. Like, this is new new year, new Nini. Um, mm-hmm. So she's like, actually, I'd like to try and out so- for Gabriella. And so everyone's like, what? And then EJ, mm-hmm. who, who has his ladies back, he's like, yeah, I support you, babe. Like, mm-hmm. you got this. Um so it's very it's very dramatic yeah. because you can tell that like well because nini had just gone up to gina and like introduced herself uh-huh. and you know gina's i think she asked her like oh like have you ever had a role before she's like uh no only like yeah, yeah. nini's been background roles despite being in drama for two years she's been like i think she was like a cow and like a chorus member or something yeah so this is like her breakout year yeah. so you while know, this it's her is junior happening year, so while this is happening we also get um uh, Ricky's side of the story, and Ricky wants to audition for this musical in order to impress Nini and win her back. Um, the thing mm-hmm. is, Ricky doesn't like musicals, and yeah, um, honestly, I don't know how they even got together if they had like absolutely no shared interests. <laughs> I know part of me is like, well, so he plays the guitar, right? And yeah. I'm like, maybe it's just a general like music mm-hmm. connection or something but if he like he like shit talks musicals yeah in this first episode he's like oh i just don't you know people don't people don't spontaneously burst into song you know or something like that it's just not realistic or it's it's like along those lines and i'm just like your ex-girlfriend who you are desperately trying to win back this is like her life i know know? like i don't know about your drama program but our theater kids like only ever dated other theater kids (laughs) i'm trying to think like Ours, I mean, it was our our entire like arts community was pretty like fluid because yeah. basically the the band, the orchestra, the speech, the choir mm-hmm. room, and the theater were all in like one corner of the school. Um, we also had so that too. They were like on crossover. like a separate wing because we had like a courtyard in the middle and like. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. Courtyard, very yeah. Anyways. Anyway, <laughs> um, anyway, not to a sidetrack with real high school musicals, but so um, the auditions go on, and as you can imagine, Nini like blows everyone out of the water but not before like there's like some lighting issue and the lights like break and so um so ej goes up and like shines his cell phone light on her face ricky does it first Oh, ricky does it first right ricky Ricky does it first really late oh my gosh no the best thing is ricky shows up late and he's like wait i want to audition for troy and then the drama teacher is like but wait you can't do that because troy would never show up late as if like a whole crux of the first movie is like Troy showing up late to these callbacks and auditions. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> well, and she's like the auditions for Troy's are over. Or is it is it her or is it Carlos that says it? One of them says it. One of them. 
yeah, the, the, when the whole point is that, like, the iconic shot is, like, Gabrielle uh, being like, I'll audition, and then he's like, I'll sing with her. Yeah, he's, yeah. like, his hand on like, the back of his late. head, you Troy know? He's late. Um, That's the point. So anyway, Needy blows everyone out of the water, and then Ricky gets to go, and he doesn't sing a High School Musical song. He sings the song that Nini sang to him. Mm-hmm. The one where like she his... confessed her love. Mm-hmm. And... I'm trying to remember, I don't think she says it in the song itself. Yeah. Because um, the song is like the, I think I kind of, you know. Yeah, it's very... Um, it's and like... then she says it in person. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he it's sings very that. Coy. And then the end of the episode is when they post the uh, cast list, because... And they kind of even lampshade it, where, like, because um, it's a mockumentary, so they talk to Miss Jen for a bit, and Miss Jen's like, you know, normally this process takes a few weeks, but, like, when you know, you know, and you mm-hmm. have to go with your gut, and you have to go with the underdog. And then she makes um, Nini Gabriella and Ricky Troy. Who would have seen yeah. that coming? <laughs> Not me. Not you. Um, uh, and then, so, EJ ends up being Chad and also Troy's understudy, where Gina, the transfer student, set up to be the mean girl is Gabriella's understudy. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, it's a very that that like a little little aside with Miss Jen was so funny because like I remember they would always wait like two or three days yeah, to post the like, cast list. And I was like, what are you hour. waiting for? <laughs> I know. I was um, like, it's not that deep. Yeah. Yeah. Miss Jen but, um, um yeah, so we were gonna pivot into talking about our favorite characters, but I kinda wanna talk about Miss Jen a bit because I think yeah. she is um a little uncomfortable <laughs> yeah well she's kind of not so like i feel like there's we're gonna end up talking about glee like a decent amount yeah on this just because it's it's this is yeah, like yeah, in yeah. some ways it, it feels like a little bit like of a, a spiritual PG, successor a pg yeah glee. yeah it does and she's so like we, she's overbearing and i get the sense that she's gonna also become over invested in her students mm-hmm. lives in the same way that like mr schuster on glee I was think, um, so the thing that threw me off with um miss Jen is that at one point she like comments on how hot EJ is and I'm just like hmm this is like you can't do weird. that <laughs> yeah and she I mean like part of me is just like okay so you're really into high school musical and you obviously have some theater experience or acting experience because you were an extra or whatever but how is she qualified I, I hope she's she qualified a teaching license who knows she's a little um she's a little quirky I'll leave yep. it at that um also, um, who else? Oh, so the thing about Nini is, so I looked up her actress. Um, her actress is uh, Filipina, which is really nice because Vanessa Hudgens is also Filipina. So I thought that was like really cool that they yeah. kept that. Um, also, I think it's, it's Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah, right? yeah I think so. Can she you... visits her grandma in this episode, and then two women come to pick her up. So I think she has two moms. Hell yeah! Yeah, we love we love some of that, yeah. especially when Disney Channel itself. Yeah, um, has been. I mean, a little, you know, they've done the queer parents thing with, like, um, Good Luck Charlie. There was one episode mm-hmm. where a playmate had, like, two moms. Um, but they've been, like, kind of, especially vis-a-vis, like, Cartoon Network yeah. or, like, Netflix, um, kind of stingy with <laughs> queer mm. characters in their all-ages programming. So that's kind of cool, like, right yeah. out the gate. Especially, like, a main character's parents, not, mm-hmm. like, some side character who appears in one episode. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um and who else? Yeah, um, she was also she was also on Bizarre Bark. Huh. I don't Fun fact. know what that, that show was, is. <laughs> it was the one with uh I think it's Logan Paul. It's okay. one of the Pauls okay. where they're like vloggers. Oh. They're YouTubers. Ah. Basically. Ah, wow. Anyways. 
Um, yeah, that's uh, side aside, but um, yeah. yeah, it's a cool. Also, on like speaking of the cast too, I recently read an interview with the showrunner um, that I think was in Entertainment Weekly, mm. and he was talking about how when casting this show, he really wanted kids who could totally sing live yeah. and handle doing like twenty takes in a row. Um, and I think you get the sense even in this first episode, like, oh yeah, these kids can really sing. Yeah, no, the, I think, um, who do we hear sing? We hear Ricky, Nini, Nini. Does Gina sing? I I think I don't know if we hear. Do we hear Gina sing? I don't remember. I can't remember either. Um, but obviously we hear Ricky as well. Um, yeah. Um, so, but they all have like very good voices and. I think, and they definitely have a lot of like high school theater energy. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, actually, absolutely. you know who my favorite character is? Is who? that scrawny kid who hangs around Ricky? Oh, Big Red. Big Red. That that is what his name is. Apparently, I well yeah, because Disney Plus put out that big old cast list. Yeah, his name is cast list. Big Red. Yeah, he's like and the 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 friend who offers like the one-liners and the comedic relief and he's just like really hilarious and i like him and ricky have like a fun dynamic mm-hmm. there's a time where ricky's complaining about musicals or something and he like whips out some high school musical trivia and ricky's like why do you know so much about high school musical <laughs> and he's like it's just it's history or something. Yeah. he says something like that um but his little character blurb on twitter says big red wishes the theater kids had inside voices um yeah honestly which i think is very funny i I respect that like you he just wants to get through the school year he he doesn't really care about all this drama going down he's also there he's like a good friend to ricky who's like clearly going through a lot oh um other thing we forgot to mention about ricky is like when at first like definitely the first half of the episode it's like oh man ricky sucks he didn't tell nini Mm -hmm. he loved her blah 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 he's like not good enough for her he didn't know what he had and then you also find out that he's having, like, kind of trouble at home because his mom, like, yeeted off to Chicago and just, like, mm-hmm. has not come back because she's and her his dad are, like, very clearly going through a rough patch. So he definitely has some, like, insecurity and, like, established relationships and things like that. So by the right. end of the episode, you're like, oh, man, Ricky. Okay, you Ricky. Boy. Yeah. Even though... And he's, like, he's definitely making an effort yeah. with Nini. Maybe not in the best way. Mm um publicly you know singing her song in front of a bunch of people but um he's he's very clearly like trying to do it but i'm worried we're gonna get into this bind where he's gonna like stop caring about Uh the show and start dragging it down yeah is what i worry too because especially if he like puts her over like the good of the show not that i don't love her because i i am i find her very endearing yeah, but, team uh, Nini writes. Yeah. Team Nini. Uh, who else do we have? We have a uh, Courtney, Nini's best friend. Who, I do love Courtney. Yeah, Courtney is like our woke character who I'm l- slightly worried is going to fall into like very tropey like sassy black friend. But mm-hmm. uh, we'll see how that progresses. This is the first episode, so we really can't like um, cast any judgment. Yeah. Um, and then we I'm have- curious to see if like her like I think that's something where this this series is like trying very hard to be authentically Gen Z. Yeah. Too. Um, and I think like that that particular kind of like will be you know whipping out um the patriarchy like, some gender theory yeah. you're talking about intersectionality yeah um at like age sixteen and yeah, being yeah. able to speak that on that seem- is something that is very generational yeah. as well. That does seem very like the youth today. Um, 
Also, we have Ashlyn, the Miss Darbus girl, who we've only seen for a little bit, but I already love her because anyone who just, like, commits to the character of Miss Darbus, like... Oh, yeah. Yeah. And also... She's obviously got it going on. A little quirk, um... There was a guy that um, Ms. Jen was like, oh, we should cast him as Ryan. And then he was like, no, I want to be Sharpay. So I'm, I'm interested mm-hmm. in seeing how that plays out. <laughs> yeah, because well, he does get cast, right? Yeah, he, he um, is Sharpay. I, I, was listening to, I was listening to the medley, uh-huh. um, which is on Spotify now. They have a whole medley of all the songs. And um, listening to... they he sings the this is not what i want from <laughs> stick to the status yeah. quo uh and he, i mean dude can sing yeah, so so you know what, good um, for him we'll i think how... it's interesting because it's presented as like a progressive thing yeah like oh we'll cast a boy as sharpay but i'm like and then they okay are... it's pre- they they want to be like woke like that but then they cast ej who i i don't know the actor's ethnicity so i apologize if he is actually like biracial or something but he is very white passing and as sort of now we like assume he's white and they cast him as chad which is like all right i guess like we're yeah. doing that very true to the high school theater experience of whitewashing um characters and whitewashing your shows yeah which is i think i mean i'm that was a problem in my high school's program um yeah. i'm sure it's a somewhat universal uh, program yeah, a few problem. years after i graduated i believe my high school which was is like majority white um they did in, in the heights which mm-hmm. you know does not have a majority white cast yeah we also my high school after i graduated at some point did hairspray um which yeah um also a majority white high school and theater program so it was yeah yeah um, uh so but... um yeah for so for as woke as this show tries to be there is that which i don't know if is something that they're gonna like canonically address later on mm-hmm. but you know we'll 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 see what happens um yeah um but it's definitely it was definitely like a very good interesting um first episode too just in respect of like getting a very clear sense of this very large cast of characters um and just like how very very truly high school and how very gen z it is um i think we're going to talk about like social media yeah yeah because the first the movies came out in like what the mid-aughts so yeah i think they all have 2006 flip phones and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and now so now like these kids are like very online like the whole nini couldn't like post that instagram video to um ricky Mm -hmm. and it's just like this is part of their lives now which is like not something you would have to you would consider in the older movies because they just like i don't know texted occasionally and it was 25 cents a message or whatever yeah i'm trying to think if they like text at all um oh no because does troy text gabriella at one point to like meet him on the roof i know i think he leaves her a note in his locker does he leave her a note? oh yeah 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 no, you're that's right. how they were that old-fashioned they love notes for each other mm-hmm oh th- you know what else was really funny in this episode um is when ricky is like studying up mm-hmm. on high school musical in the computer yeah. lounge <laughs> and he like steals the dvd from the library and they can't get it to eject and then mr mazara who is the like the cynical stem teacher STEM teacher who just hates the arts for whatever reason which i also have mm-hmm. a bit of an issue with because i thought we were done with that dichotomy in this I year know. 2019 but i was like everyone knows that it's sports versus theater yeah not uh <laughs> stem 
not stem yeah um and he's just like has to ricky like leaves him to um fix the computer that he got mm -hmm. high school musical stuck in it's just like repeating like one like loop of yeah. or something like that um but that was always that was kind of funny too where he's like sitting in the computer lounge and now we have this element of stem education i yeah, guess I, I feel it and so i think i don't know if they're gonna play that too much i would kind of be i don't know not my favorite thing to just like drive that wedge between stem and arts but if it's i don't know we'll see how that plays out because he's he's set up to be kind of like a stern teacher who might like have yeah. a change of heart but it's gonna be one of those things where if if it plays out the way i think it's gonna play out it feels like it's gonna be him being like well maybe arts are good and yeah. then like well, i feel like he's gonna end up dating miss jen yeah maybe, maybe i'm just maybe i just like don't have enough faith yeah um <laughs> in the but, like, like shoehorned romances yeah. yeah right right well i mean like there's that and um he's a very at the risk of the glee comparison again he's the the sue sylvester yeah he's the sue sylvester to miss jen's mr shoe yeah you know? so um but less aggressive <laughs> yeah i think he genuinely just wants to do his stuff and not be annoyed by kids jamming his computers with old dvds of high school musical so mm -hmm. yeah yeah good for very him. truly good for him um we'll see we'll see how he develops i'm kind of curious as to like how yeah him is, and is he Jen just gonna, are gonna to get their the, get their due diligence yeah is he just gonna be like the mean teacher or is he gonna like have an arc and We'll find mm -hmm. out. Is he just going to be an antagonist, or will he also sing at one point? Perhaps. Yeah, I would. I I want to hear him sing. Let him sing. Let him sing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think another thing that we were I, I wanted to talk about too was just like Nini's song, her original song, because it's one of it's one of the two songs that we get in this first episode. The second one um, being the start of something new, which yeah is not new. Despite it being yeah. the start of something new. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> um, both of them are on Spotify. I think what they're doing is maybe um, releasing each episode's songs as singles ah, or something nice. on cool. Spotify. Because um, right now we have, or I'm assuming Apple Music, whatever other platforms too. Because right now we have Starting Something New, um, I Think I Kinda, mm -hmm. which is the, the song, which is adorable. And then the medley. Um, but I think it's cute because this is something that like the ukulele girl you know the ukulele high schooler with yeah. that very kind of like indie voice that nini has which i think comes out in her performance of start of something new as mm. well um it's that very soulful like living in my own world you know sort of thing um but i think this song is just adorable yeah, the and ukulele like ukulele thing um reminds me of grace vanderwall who won america's got yeah. talent a few years back which i feel like I, it's always ukulele girl has always been a thing but i feel like grace vanderwall just kind of like owned the ukulele girl and kind of made it like a more mainstream thing that's so yeah that's very true and especially like looking at the the type of voices they both have mm -hmm. or put on in that kind of respect um it's true because she has a nini has a very like grace vanderwall yeah voice. yeah yeah um which, Which is, is interesting. Actually funny going into Cedar Grace Vanderwall is going to be in another Disney Plus original. Um, Wait, really? Yeah, yeah, she's going to be in Star Girl, which is an adaptation of that Jerry Spinelli book. They're adapting Star Girl. Yeah, and Grace Vanderwall. I totally missed Star that. Girl, doesn't that? Oh, that's yeah, that's bonkers yeah. to me. Wow, <laughs> yeah. good for Grace Vanderwall. Yeah. 
Um, I'm excited for that one too. <laughs> but yeah, when does that come out? Do you know? I I think it's like 2020 or something. There's like a bunch wow. that are on the slate that are like set to roll out. They don't actually like they have this, The Mandalorian, um, Forky, and like yeah, Forky Forky asks a question, and then like or whatever Kristen Bell's show and like jeff goldblum oh, show just goldblum press show. f um, <laughs> press f to pay respect yeah actually don't press f so, um, um. and then also <laughs> i think um lady matramp and noel that are their launch like the new content but then they have a bunch of stuff that's like gonna come out eventually yeah, down the pipeline down the line yeah the, and then plenty all, all of their existing all IP. of their most of their existing ip most yeah right there's a couple yeah. stragglers yeah do not do not um uh claim that we told you everything is on there because not everything is. We did not. Not everything is on there. One day once one Disney day, works out their, their licensing deals and figures all that out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Um, anyway. I guess it's time to, to binge watch High School Musical then again too. Yeah. Yeah. They're all, um, they're all there. The High School Musical the gang- movies are there. Yeah. That's a win. I actually will rewatch High School Musical 3. Um, I literally probably don't immediately. about 3. <laughs> I don't either. Um, yeah, but back to the matter at hand. Um, I think it's just it's interesting how very much, like I, I've said this a lot, but Gen Z this is and the way that they use technology and the way that Nini yeah. um, is makes makes this landmark in their relationship into a public thing mm-hmm. via Instagram, um, and now how they're all communicating and staying in touch and i also like how like the the clicks have kind of evolved from that typical like nerd jock theater kid thing that we saw in the original movies because we have ej who's like jock and theater kid which Mm -hmm. is more common then we have ricky who's still like a skater kind of dude but like also a musician i think there's like more like crossover in the clicks which feels more realistic than right like a giant saw? Nah, dude. Like, like Ricky. Like Ricky wouldn't give that guy shit for playing a, a cello because Ricky plays guitar. Yeah. Right? They'd be like, "Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Like, whatever." Yeah, it's. I think that's something that's also kind of true to the high school experience these days too. Mm-hmm. Just in the respect that kids are expected to do so much yeah. that you can't afford to just be just a be swimmer a or just yeah. be a theater kid. Yeah, like you, you got to do everything if you want to. Uh-huh. I don't know um get it all in your your resume, resume yeah. um which is kind of fun i think that's something too where that now we yeah we don't have those clicks um mm. and it's not these strictly demarcated boxes um which is also fun because i just going back to ej i love the fact that he plays water polo yeah, that was <laughs> i think that's an interesting sport to choose and i love it because the one the one sports kid i got along with the best in high school was actually the captain of the water polo team so Wait, you ha- you actually had a water polo team we had a water polo team i grew up in boca raton oh florida well that's fair i guess that makes <laughs> sense we we didn't i went to you know a very like suburban you know it was like the biggest high school in nebraska um sort of thing and we didn't have any like quote unquote I don't know, like not not D one esque sports or we. I think we had a hockey team, but it was like a combination hockey team. There was like a trap shooting team that was just our whole district because there were like ten kids that did trap shooting. Um, but I don't think we had any water polo. I think it's always very, very, very interesting to see all that. Yeah. Um, At East High, which actually is in Utah. Oh, and another funny thing is that so in the High School Musical, like actual proper. It's Wildcats, as we all know. But <laughs> yeah. 
I remember in the High School Musical pop-up edition, which they aired, like, sometime after the original movie, which had, like, little fun facts and trivia on it, they revealed that the actual mascot in the school that it was filmed at is a leopard, which is what mm-hmm. they, they said in the, they call it, the, it's leopards in this show, which I thought was, like, like, a cool... Oh, yeah. I mean, not, I mean, it's a fact thing, but I yeah. also, how did I remember that? I don't know, but I did. You remember those trivia things, they, they stick with you. Yeah, because I, I um, remember, because they had the, 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 there's a statue of a leopard in the school, and mm-hmm. I remember the little pop-up was just like, this isn't a wild cat, it's a leopard. But, like, it looked no. like you, if you just pass a bronze statue of a wild cat, it could be a wild cat. Yeah. Speaking of that, like, referential to, to East High is a real place and how, like, meta this is, I wonder when they filmed this. Yeah. Probably during the summer at some I point. guess, yeah, because the kids were gone. <laughs> kids are gone. Um, it looks, oh, actually. It, it looks, like, the same, though. It, I, it is. So, a fun fact, also from the trivia thing, when they filmed, <laughs> when they filmed um, uh, Stick to the Status Quo, apparently it was, like, so hot they had to give everyone, like, fake milk boxes because otherwise the milk would have spoiled. Oh my god, really? I think so, unless my memory deceives me, but I remember it was very warm, which means they probably did film it in the summer, so they probably just do all of these during the summer. Yeah, I mean, I guess that makes sense, especially when you can't film it anywhere else, yeah. you know? <laughs> um, it's so funny, this is an aside, but I remember uh, college, not college, um, high school speech nationals, one of the tournaments, after I was long out of high school, was at East High. Oh um, my god. And I think... If I remember, I might be crossing wires here, but I think I remember someone telling me about how the AC went out oh, and it was just no. so hot. And you have all these like high schoolers in suits oh, at the high school no. musical school without oh, air God. conditioning. Wow. The which high is school musical school. The high school it's musical school. It's actually in school. Utah, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. I, I actually didn't know because it's set, the series is set in Arizona. No, right? no, no. This one's still, it's in Utah. I think. Well, not the series, Um, the, the movie. The movies are in Arizona. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. The series is. I think is in Utah as is the real high school musical. That's a real. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Poetic. All right. Yeah, truly. Um so. Yeah, I don't know. Is there anything else you wanted to to bring to the table about uh, this no, first I episode? Think that's I guess? It. I'm I enjoyed this episode, I will say. It has a lot of like Disney Channel flavor to it, but like is better acted than Disney Channel? No offense yeah, to Disney I think- Channel. <laughs> Yeah, I it feels like a Dis- it really does feel like a Disney Channel original series, but like with a budget. Yeah, with with um, more budget. Yeah, good for them. Yeah. They they can and I pay say, for more than one camera. Um I think what's also really funny to me is that um not funny. What I really like, I really like the mockumentary style and I was mm-hmm. a little bit skeptical about it just because I think so many I didn't shows see why it was quite so not necessary. Yeah. But I do think it works, and it kind of plays into the meta text of yeah. the series itself, and just the fact that it is so meta um, does kind of make that format work a bit better. I, I do like it so far, um, so we'll see how it goes. I, I think it gives you a real, like an insight into them that they like you wouldn't see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In some other cool. way. And lots of fun, like, office-esque shots, yeah. too. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but I love my I, my quirky little teens. I love I love the I have teens. I really I a truly bunch of new children. <laughs> yeah, I really am just I already I feel protective of yeah. them. I want them to be happy. I want them to succeed. Um and I hope they feel fulfilled. So, thanks for tuning in to High School Musical, the musical, the series, the podcast. Um check back sometime a couple days after the next episode which drops this upcoming Friday. 
um november 15th november 15th um on disney plus yeah uh enjoy the disney plus launch i hope everyone has yeah. enjoyed it um yeah so yeah see you next week cool. bye, bye. Have fun.